It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The health status of several key commanders as the Burgundy and Gold get set for their most important game in almost two years. Plus, is Dandy Dan hanging out in Dallas? And more right now on Locked On Commanders. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Commanders fans, welcome aboard one and all. Good to have you with us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. We're your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, the WUSA 9 Plus app for your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. And we thank you for making us your first listen and or view of the day. My co-host, David Harrison, is covering the Washington Commanders for Commander Country on SI.com's Fan Nation. He is off for this particular episode. He'll return with Crossover Thursday featuring Patricia Trena from Locked on Giants. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980, always live and free and on demand on the Odyssey app. You can listen to us live Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time, or again, anytime on the Odyssey app, along with this particular podcast, the Locked On Commanders podcast. If we're not here or there, we're on Twitter. David is at dharrison82. I'm at russellmania621 and the show at LO Commanders. And while you're at it, check out David's uh, great interview with Rob Gronkowski uh, for his Locked On Bucks podcast. Saw that. Uh, thanks to USAA. And good conversation with the former Bucks tight end and Patriots tight end and soon to be Hall of Famer. Today's episode of LOC is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And we begin and start with the injury report that Ron Rivera. Uh, rattled off to begin his media session on Tuesday afternoon. First time meeting with the media since last Monday. So an eight day period in between, which is a long time by any standard. Uh, Ron obviously took a couple of days to go home and visit his dad after uh, recently losing his mom. Certainly that makes all the sense of the world came back into town and then just again, rattled off a bunch of different things. So in case you weren't paying attention and honestly, I wasn't even aware of a bunch of these little things, if you will, uh, that creeped up. So you might not be prepared to hear what you're going to hear or see what you're going to see. Jamin Davis had a thumb procedure. 
He should be okay, though. He's been dealing with it for the last couple of games, Ron said. Had a procedure over the bye week. Uh, will be fine. They'll add extra padding to it. So barring anything going wrong in practice over the next couple of days, Jamin Davis should be okay. Benjamin St. Juiced. Uh, Ron said is progressing in the right direction. Now, they did not have a full practice on Tuesday, just a walkthrough. And as a matter of fact, they didn't even have the walkthrough when Ron was speaking to the media. So, you know, barring the fact that anything happened in that particular uh, period uh, and maybe overnight, and by the time you're listening to this or watching it on Wednesday, you might have a different update. We might have a different update. But for right now, Benjamin St. Juice, who's missed the last two games, is progressing in the right direction. Two situations that I wasn't aware of, Montez Sweat, James Smith-Williams, both in concussion protocol, but Ron is optimistic that they might be able to practice as early as Wednesday uh, and that they should be able, should be able to play on Sunday. Now, you never, ever, 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 ever know because of concussions. Can You can have headaches. You can have side effects. You can uh, regress into the protocol. So, again, should play on Sunday. And why that's important, of course, is because Chase Young still has not played a single game yet. Now, he is making progress, according to Ron. He's had a couple of good days. We will see. Of course, there's frustration in commander's land uh, from many different angles, let's call it that, about when Chase Young is going to play. And there is a belief that it is a mental confidence thing at this point and not necessarily a physical or a medical thing. But again, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, James Smith-Williams, all at least right now in some question heading into, again, Sunday night football against the Giants. And that's your top three defensive ends, of course, uh, in the rotation or would be. Uh, of course, they have... Uh, others in F.A. Obata and Casey Tuhill, uh, and Daniel Wise could play outside as well. All right, uh, so you have that situation. Sam Cosme dealing with a sprained ankle, uh, and Ron was basically noncommittal on that. They'll reevaluate him throughout the week. Trey Turner apparently doing okay, gotten a lot of treatment on his leg, and Rivera did say he should be, quote, fine. So hopefully Trey Turner will be able to start at right guard, which would mean Wes Schweitzer uh, in all likelihood at center. Uh, and again, we will see what happens over the next couple of days. Uh, and we will have a final episode of the week after we get the final injury report uh, late Friday afternoon, early Friday evening uh, time to be exactly announced when David and I can get together uh, after our various schedules sort out. And again, we will have a final injury report. Now, we might not have some of the answers that we want, but we'll have a better indication based on the practice week, which doesn't officially start until Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, as normal with the Sunday night game. And of course, we weren't due injury reports uh, on Tuesday, but Ron was kind enough uh, to give us a post buy evaluation. All right, so that's the injury front. For the commanders, of course, you know, Tyler Larson on IR, Carson Wentz activated off of IR. One thing here before uh, we head to our first time out uh, is this. Ron was also asked, what has to change from the previous Giants game in order for the commanders to play better, win, not have a tie, not lose, what have you? And he could have gone a number of different ways. But he said, 
containing Daniel Jones, first and foremost, was the first thing he said, basically, th that, that came to mind. And he talked about uh, a couple of other things, but first and foremost was containing Daniel Jones. And to some degree, certainly that is true. There is no denying that Daniel Jones hurt, hurt them in a couple of different ways, but not, I don't think, horribly, so that you could say, aha, that's the reason why they tied. I mean, I was there. David was there. I don't think either one of us walked away with going, wow, Daniel Jones just broke their back. Did J Daniel Jones hurt them from time to time? Sure. But I mean, he hurt them, quite honestly, as much with his arm as he did with his legs and his ability to break them down in that regard. So the most important thing that has to change for me, the way I would have answered it was... Well, the pass protection's got to be better. Uh, they were wretched a week and a half ago at MetLife Stadium. Five sacks, the offensive line, and Taylor Heineke, that was the worst performance that they've had in a while. Heineke had gone a couple of games without being sacked before uh, last Sunday at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Again, five sacks, Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, some really talented defensive line guys. They had just gotten Aziz Ojalari uh, back. I think it was a second-round pick last year. Jihad Ward and Justin Ellis, the five sacks. Now, as bad as the Giants were against the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday, also at MetLife, they still had four sacks, two by Ojalari, one by Ryder Anderson, who quite honestly I've never heard of, uh, and one by Zion Gilbert, a corner. So, again, four last Sunday, as bad as the Giants' defense and entire operation was. Something very much to keep in mind, especially with the musical chairs at center and the constantly rotating door at right guard. And just in general, the Giants got home plenty and put plenty of heat on Taylor Heineke. Then you get behind in the sticks. Uh, then you become third and 12, third and 13, third and nine, third and 10. You don't want that to happen on Sunday night or anytime. And with the 49ers coming up, hmm, big, big, big test the next couple of weeks for the commander's offensive line. All right, coming up, we will have a thought on Carson Wentz. And is Dandy Dan back in Dallas? The answer next. But first, guys, this episode is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. Yes, indeed. LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates. That's why you should check out LinkedIn Jobs. Here's what you're going to do. Uh, you're going to post your job on your profile, right? You're going to create a free job post. Then you're going to add the purple hashtag hiring frame. And all of a sudden you're open for business. Then you're going to get simple tools like screening questions and more to make it easier to focus, narrow down the list of candidates, hire the right person, interview them, all that jazz, get them in your business and get you some help right around the holidays. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs, number one in delivering Quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find those qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. 
We're also brought to you by Audible. That's right. Audible's got a new set of football podcasts like Think Like a Champion with Russell Wilson and company. Russ, a champion off the field and on the field, even though it was a big-time struggle for him this year in Denver. Along with his co-host, they interview, among others, two-time Super Bowl champion Von Miller, Tim Tebow, and more on his new podcast, again, as a part of the Audible family called Think Like a Champion. Head over to Locked On Presents for a sneak peek of Think Like a Champion or catch the full series available anywhere you get your podcast available now. Audible, get in the game. All right, we are back with you on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen and watch of the day. I'm Chris Russell. For your second listen, watch, check out Locked On Sports Today. Peter Brinkowski and friends from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so Tanya Snyder and Jason Wright are repping the Commanders at the league meetings in Dallas. That first reported, I believe, by J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, 106.7 The Fan and the Washington Football Talk pod. J.P., uh, I was just talking to him on Monday. He is down in Dallas. Dan Snyder, according to a team spokesman through J.P., will not take part. This should not surprise anybody. Uh, this should not be alarming or interesting or what have you, other than Dan isn't there to defend himself, and he's also not there to take the the darts thrown at him, quite honestly. He's hiding. Dan is hiding. That's what he's doing. Dan is avoiding confrontation, hoping this all goes away. And it's not. It's not going to go away. Now, as we record this, just after 7 o'clock on Tuesday night, there have been no bombshells or anything like that. We can't change or limit that Jim Irsay or another owner might say something. According to Finley, he did speak to one other NFC East owner, unidentified, but there's only three other, Jerry Jones, uh, Jeffrey Lurie, uh, and the Maras, um, John Mara, right? And it's said, it's thought that Lurie and the Mara family loathe Dan Snyder. At least that's what I've heard. Jerry Jones, we know, has had Dan's back for a long time, but seems, seems to be wavering just a little bit. But the unnamed NFC East owner who spoke to Finley said he's expecting no official discussion on the commander's ownership situation during the meetings, but added, quote, surprises happen sometimes. Yeah, like Jim Irsay going full blast the last time the owners got together. Now, our colleague uh, Darren Haynes from WUSA9 and, of course, Tegna DC is in Dallas as well. So make sure you uh, follow along, watch WUSA9, or, again, uh, download the WUSA9 Plus app, or you can follow Darren uh, on Twitter. Does a good job with all of that. One other note. Apparently, Commander's General Manager Martin Mayhew is also in Dallas for NFL labor seminar meetings and other meetings. I don't know if that's really that important, but just passing it along. A thought on the Commander's quarterback situation, why don't we? I mentioned this, uh, and we talked about it when Carson Wentz got activated on our previous episode that, uh, of course, is still available for you. Our first one out of the buy, so if you missed that, uh, please go back and check it out. 
uh, Carson Wentz was activated back to the 53. Of course, Tyler Larson put on the IR. Uh, and I mentioned we would talk a little bit more about it. I promise you I'm not going to beat you over the head. Um, Ron Rivera referred to Wentz as the, quote, primary backup for Sunday. I, now, I assume that means that Sam Howell won't be dressed on Sunday night instead of both being dressed. I don't know why you would refer to him as the primary backup, but, I mean, I, I, again, I can't tell you that I know for sure that Sam Howell won't be dressed. It's just teams generally don't dress generally don't dress three quarterbacks. Now, maybe it's because Carson has not played in a long time that, you know, maybe they want extra insurance. I don't know, but it was kind of an interesting way for Ron to phrase it, primary backup. The question for me is, will we see Wentz sooner than most are thinking? Once again on Tuesday, Ron refused, refused to rule out that Wentz is not going to play or that Heineke is his quarterback for the rest of the season. Once again, he's been given multiple opportunities and he has refused to say Taylor Heineke is the guy, regardless of bad game or not, bad loss or not. Until we get an answer to that, guys, and even then, I don't know if I would believe it, quite honestly, because I don't believe it to be true anyway. I don't believe Taylor Heineke has done anything grandiose to lock down a position for the next four games. No questions asked. I'm sorry. That's just the bottom line truth. He just hasn't. Sure, they've won. Some would say they've won in spite of him. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say they haven't won because of him, but they. I don't think it's fair to say they've won in spite of him. I would just tell you, at times he plays really good, and at times he plays really poor. And if bad luck catches up to him more than the good luck and the rabbit out of the hat and the magical horseshoe uh, that he seems to have with him, if the bad luck comes and it comes in spurts, i.e. two or three interceptions first half on Sunday night, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Carson Wentz out there especially in-game. It's one thing to do that in-game as opposed to, I guess, planning for it at the beginning of the week. I would think, I would think it's going to take a lot to see Carson Wentz on Sunday. But if Taylor Heineke, again, has several turnovers against that talented Giants front and the offense is not working and the offense is not clicking, I still... I still believe Ron is going to be tempted more than people want to believe and face the reality of. That's just my opinion. That's just my belief. I could be totally wrong, but I don't think I'm the only one, quite honestly, to have that opinion and to have that thought. I, I As a matter of fact, I know I'm not the only one. And I think there are, are people in the building that very much have that same thought as well. Just going to leave that right there for you. Tasty little nugget. Not guaranteeing that we're going to see Carson Wentz on Sunday night. Um, I think it's more likely that you would see him next Saturday in San Francisco than Sunday night. But again, I don't know whether Ron would lean towards starting him from a clean slate, meaning you're the guy, number one reps, all that stuff, as opposed to you know, a, a relief heater out of the bullpen, if you will, who can throw some gas 
and give you a spark in that way. I, I just don't know because Ron's non-committal on it. But Ron refuses, refuses again to say that. And, and he shouldn't say that because I know he doesn't believe that Taylor Heineke automatically deserves carte blanche and that there is no exception and that there's no way he's coming out of a game. No, I just don't believe that. I, I don't believe that. Um, and, and I'm sorry if that rubs people uh, the wrong way. You know what doesn't rub people the wrong way? Our friends at Bet Online. Guys, this episode is brought to you by, again, our friends at Bet Online and betonline.net. That's right. Bet Online is your place to go. Your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. I'm there all the time. You check out all the lines, all the totals, uh, whether you want to go with the commanders minus the points on Sunday night or whether you think the Giants will be able to hang tight, maybe lose by a field goal. We will have our official predictions uh, later in the week. The cold weather should, should keep the scoring down. So maybe you want to take the under. Uh, you can do it all at Bet online if you love sports podcasts you can find them as well on bet online of course you do right you love this one hopefully some of you don't uh head to the website today or use your mobile device right now at bet online where the game starts and guys this episode is also brought to you by our friends at prize picks that's right prizepicks.com daily fantasy that's fun easy to compete quick to play here's what you do you pick between two and five players if they score more or less than their prize picks projection you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry no competing against other people it's you versus the projections you can bet on you can pick on any sport you can play on any sport is what he wanted to say uh, whether it's the NFL, college football bowl games, NBA, NHL, um, men's college hoops, whatever you want, download the Prize Picks app right now or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks going to give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks going to give you $50. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, we wrap up shop here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. A closing note on this Sunday night's game on NBC at FedEx Field. Kickoff right around 8.20 Eastern time. It will be chilly. Expected to be right around freezing probably at the start of the game and lower than that uh, in the high 20s maybe by the time the game ends. But a closing note indeed. Of course, as you know, the Commanders played the Giants in their last game, had the bye week. They play the Giants again right out of the bye. The Giants, meanwhile, play the Philadelphia Eagles in between. Uh, so this is not true for them, but it is true for Washington. They will face the same opponent two games in a row for the first time in 56 years. And according to the Washington Post, it's only the third time since the AFL-NFL merger in 1970 that an NFL team has faced the same opponent in consecutive regular season games within the same season. That according, again, to the Washington Post. One final note that has nothing to do with football, but as you know, we always have to talk about what is in the news and what is out there. And that is the attorneys, uh, Lisa Banks, Deborah Katz, for more than three dozen former commander's employees, uh, friends and colleagues of mine, 
have demanded the removal of quote unquote sexualized and salacious photographs of former cheerleaders of the team from any part of the congressional record. So they sent a strongly worded letter, as it was reported by John Kahn and Tisha Thompson of ESPN, to House Oversight Committee on Oversight and Reform ranking member James Comer, Republican from Kentucky, who has been very uh, confrontational, very outspoken, uh, again, cut down the House Oversight Democratic side last week with their own report. Uh, and according to Banks and Katz, they, quote, humiliated and incensed, uh, or they were humiliated, or their clients were, quote, humiliated and incensed by the GOP's reckless discrimination, uh, dissemination of these photographs. Uh, so apparently what was released in some of the samples uh, were pictures uh, blotted out of the cheerleaders uh, from the emails that were sent from Bruce Allen, then the commanders slash Washington NFL uh, president to former Raiders head coach John Gruden and several other men. Uh, apparently there were 57 emails distributed as part of the memorandum from the Republican side uh, right by the release of the Democratic side or right before. Uh, and that's what they are trying to get out of the record. Now, for what it's worth, a committee, uh, Republican aide said the pictures are not and won't be part of the congressional record, meaning for everyone to see forever and ever and ever. Uh, again, we'll see where this goes. I, I feel terrible once again for the women that were taken advantage of and that were abused and, and mistreated in various different ways. Uh, I hope one day we don't have to talk about this because uh, it is certainly not it's not my strength, as you can tell. It's not comfortable for me, as you can tell. Uh, I don't like it, as you can tell. I don't think anybody likes it. I don't think anybody wants to hear about this, about their favorite football team. And hopefully one day we would just won't have to deal with this. Until that day comes, we have no choice but to at least acknowledge it. And that's the best I can do. So I hope you guys understand. All right, David back with an episode of Crossover Thursday with Patricia Trana of Locked On Giants coming up. We want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Commanders podcast. Again, your first listen and view of the day. David will have that next episode coming up for you, and then we will be back together for a live episode on Friday before the week is out when we have the final injury report along with our game preview and predictions. So stay tuned for all of that. Meanwhile, check out Locked On Sports Today with Peter Bukowski and company. Again, from the games that matter and go beyond the scoreboard for the behind-the-scenes look with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Available anywhere you get your podcasts, including Odyssey and, of course, YouTube. If you want to hop in, it's 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577. That's going to do it for us today, Commanders fans. Thanks again for joining us. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day, we're free and available on all platforms for David Harrison covering the Washington Commanders for SI.com's Fan Nation and Commander Country. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medher Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We'll be back right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.